0: hazardous weather everywhere except in the twin cities this is way over our heads a weather and climate podcast i'm jim dubois kenny blumenfeld's a climatologist kenny how you doing
1: you know what jim it's nice to have a distraction i guess i'd say i'm kind of sitting on the edge of my seat here waiting to see what's going to unfold in the region over the next few days
0: Indeed, yes. Uh, Well, we have a lot to talk about. This is a special edition of Way Over Our Heads. First of all, let's talk about the immediate threat here, which appears to be predominantly in eastern North Dakota and northwestern Minnesota. What are we looking at this afternoon and evening? We should mention we're recording this on Sunday afternoon, the 7th of June, uh, mid-afternoon.
1: Right. And, and I'll go ahead and acknowledge that most listeners won't hear this until probably Monday. So what we're talking about, this part, will have already happened. But kind of round one, it's really round two, because on Saturday there were these colossal thunderstorms that moved out of Colorado into Nebraska and South Dakota. And they were producing widespread reports of 80, 90, and even 100-mile-an-hour wind gusts. There were 45 different reports of winds in excess of hurricane force from those thunderstorms. So that was that was Saturday. So basically you have the same system uh, shifted a little bit north and east, and on Sunday evening it's a tornado risk in far northwest Minnesota. So when I say northwest, far northwest Minnesota, we're talking about – You know, the northwesternmost three or four counties, kind of the Halleck over to Roseau, maybe down to Thief River Falls if it gets that far. But the highest risk is way up in the northwest corner. And then a, a more general risk for very strong thunderstorms, including damaging winds, covering a little more of the area, you know, maybe down towards Bemidji, at least a risk for those winds down towards Bemidji, Uh, over towards, say, pass, not quite international falls. But so that's sort of round one is strong thunder, round two, really. Uh, Sunday evening, strong and severe thunderstorms with the tornado risk in far northwestern Minnesota, and then a general wind and hail and heavy rain risk uh, in, you know, maybe the northwestern one quarter, one fifth, one quarter, possibly one third or so of the state. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of the big one. Most listeners will have sat this one out. I know most of the listeners are probably in the Twin Cities area, but uh, yeah, this would be a, a big story because it's probably going to be a very bumpy evening in uh, northwest, far northwest Minnesota, and so that's just the first of uh, you know kind of five interesting acts that we have between uh, between Sunday and Wednesday.
0: Well, Kenny, to what extent will the activity in eastern North Dakota and northwestern Minnesota help set the stage for potentially more severe weather tomorrow? Is that a factor? How does that work?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Usually what happens, um, so you get severe weather one day uh, overnight, especially as the storms form overnight and they start to congeal. So rather than having those isolated big cells, they all kind of start to merge together and they start producing cold winds that push out from in front of the storms. And those can leave a little boundary where you've got really cool storm-cooled air that interacts with the much warmer air in place. That could be an issue for Monday, but most of the modeling that we've seen doesn't indicate it's gonna be a big deal. Uh, Really what's gonna happen is this low pressure system that's, that's forcing these storms on Sunday evening and overnight Sunday, that low pressure system is going to take off into Canada. And then there's going to be another one that scoots up from, uh, say, southern South Dakota into northeastern North Dakota on Monday. And that's going to bring in a bunch of really warm air. And that's just going to sort of scour away the remnant uh, boundaries and and rain-cooled air that, that was you know, left over from the Sunday night storms. So I don't think it'll have, often it has a big effect. Uh, tonight and uh, Sunday night and Monday, That I don't think it's going to have as big of an effect. In fact, we might see some of the areas that get hit pretty hard on, uh, on Sunday night get hit again on Monday. I think that Monday's storms, uh, I mean, first we should talk about the heat. It looks like 90s region-wide on Monday. So it's going to be a steam bath. It's going, to be, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid, but not like we had last July when we had heat index values uh, over 110 across much of the southern half of Minnesota. But it'll be temperatures well into the 90s, dew points into the 60s. It's going to feel very hot. That's Monday. And then Monday evening, uh, storms will re-fire uh, along kind of a cold front type boundary out in western, somewhere, you know, kind of cutting through western Minnesota basically from from the north central part of the state to the west central part of the state. Those storms don't seem like they'll be quite as severe in terms of tornado potential and off the hook uh, wind potential as the storms on Sunday night, but the Monday night storms will be intense. They will have heavy rain, the potential for some strong, gusty, damaging winds, and the potential for even hail. Uh, tornado potential is lower, and again, these could be some very strong storms. They just don't seem like they'll be quite up at the level as what we're expecting on uh, Sunday night. Now, for those of us in the Twin Cities, we, you know, all the activity is going to be off to the west and northwest. You know, right through. Monday night and even into parts of Tuesday. It's just, it's going to seem like for all the talk, a lot of folks in the Twin Cities area, will be like, well, what, what's the big deal? What's happening? And if you think of all that concentrated activity in Western and Northwestern Minnesota, you could end up with some repeat rounds of thunderstorms. And Jim, what's that always leave us talking about?
0: Well, whenever you get intense rainfall, especially over a short period of time, there is the risk of flooding in areas that have been really dry it can help
1: moisten up the soils and then also lead to some flooding when you get you know storm after storm kind of parading over the same area you get you start to see flooding concerns so even though there's been drought conditions in in parts of minnesota i think that if we haven't already gotten there then by monday night and tuesday morning we'll have had some minor flooding at least along some of the streams in parts of northwestern Minnesota. And I wouldn't be surprised if the areas that get hit really hard have have more than just minor flooding. These, are, of course, are isolated areas. We don't know exactly where there will be, but we have seen a signal on some of the models that parts of northwestern Minnesota might end up with four or five or six inches of rain. So that's kind of the big story through, um, basically through early Tuesday, is we have severe weather Sunday night in far northwest Minnesota. Then we get a Big bomb of heat on Monday, then more storms on Monday night, mostly again in western and northwestern and north central Minnesota. So a lot of the same areas getting lit up again. And then into Tuesday, even Tuesday morning, most of the activity will still be west and northwest of the Twin Cities. And then something really weird happens. Have you heard about uh, Tropical Storm Cristobal?
0: Yeah, I have heard about that, and I understand the remnant eye of that storm might uh, have some influence on weather around here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's a, you know, as we're recording this, the tropical storm is just making landfall on the Louisiana coast, and it's moving inland, and it's going to kind of chug northward. There's a big blocking high-pressure system in the eastern part of the United States, and, and the flow around high pressure is always clockwise and so on the western side of this high pressure that means that basically this the remnants of this tropical storm are going to get pushed first a little bit to the northwest and then to the north and then a little bit to the northeast and that's going to take it pretty much right up the mississippi river until it gets to somewhere around you know somewhere you know maybe between Burlington, Iowa and Dubuque, Iowa, at which point it'll start turning to the northeast and and pass over Wisconsin. This tropical storm, of course, comes with a lot of moisture. For those who don't know, hurricanes and tropical storms are just gigantic heat engines. And what they do is they convert a lot of heat energy into precipitation. They release a lot of energy into the atmosphere. And all that energy is then available wherever they go and anytime the winds kind of blow in uh, from the areas that have been affected by them. And we're going to get kind of two pieces of that energy. We're going to borrow some of its moisture long before it gets here. But then also the, the core of the circulation is probably going to pass over about maybe La Crosse, Wisconsin or so sometime on Tuesday. It's really odd. We uh, have almost no documentation of a tropical storm actually maintaining its circulation and passing through uh, Wisconsin or Minnesota, uh, any time that we can find in, in, on record. We've been affected by tropical weather systems. We've had their moisture enhance some of our biggest rainfall events before, but we've not ever, to our knowledge anyway, observed the, the, essentially the remnant eye of one of these systems passing over the, uh, over the upper Midwest. So very strange times, Jim. And and so on Tuesday afternoon we're going to get another shot of moisture as this system approaches and this one might actually whereas all of the precipitation was off to the off to the west and northwest for the first few rounds now everything's possibly going to shift off to the east and southeast. So it's going to be kind of a close shave for the Twin Cities. We know there's going to be some really heavy precipitation following the circulation of this, this former tropical storm. Um, it All indications are it should be somewhere in Wisconsin where we see the heaviest rain and maybe far southeastern Minnesota, and I mean like far southeast Minnesota, around the Root River, kind of Harmony, Caledonia, uh, the Beaver Creek Valley State Park area, and maybe into you know Houston and Rochester and over to Winona. But but the heaviest rain might even miss Minnesota entirely with that. So we have I would say a thirty or forty percent chance that that shield of heavier precipitation backs far enough to the west that that we get you know one to two inches of precipitation here in the Twin Cities area. But it seems more likely that, uh, you know, the heaviest rain, the two, three, four, five-inch amounts that are going to be associated with this tropical weather system will be off into Wisconsin and, again, maybe far southeastern Minnesota. But that's not even it. So we've, got, we've described four different weather events, the severe weather tonight or Sunday night, the heat on Monday, the, the resurgence of storms Monday night and then the tropically induced uh, precipitation on Tuesday. And there's still one more to go. It looks like as the circulation from the tropical storm is passing into the Great Lakes area, that it's going to start to intensify the same way our winter storms do. And we're gonna see another circulation form and that's gonna pose another moderate to heavy rainfall risk. It's not exactly sure uh, clear where that one would go because we've got so much happening between now and then, but it looks like it could hit parts of southern and eastern Minnesota. So for the Twin Cities, we'll probably get in on, on one of these rounds of precipitation, maybe two. Uh, in northwestern Minnesota, there's, a, would say, two rounds of heavy precipitation are all but guaranteed. And in southeastern Minnesota, I'd say two rounds of heavy precipitation are all but guaranteed. But there's going to be this little kind of scalloped out area in parts of South Central and into East Central Minnesota, where we get a lot less precipitation, and it could include the Twin Cities. We're going to be kind of on the edge, but a lot more precipitation off in western and northwestern Minnesota and also in far southeastern Minnesota. So kind of an interesting scenario, Jim. Uh, it's It's a strange time for weather.
0: A veritable potpourri of weather events coming up here potentially over the next few days.
1: Yeah, indeed. It's uh, one of the more exciting, you know, at least meteorologically, one of the more interesting patterns we've seen. I mean, because we've never seen a uh, tropical cyclone pass <laughs> right over this region. That's an automatic winner for us. I mean, it just it's so unusual, but because it's also being brought into the region at a time when we've got a couple other interesting weather systems in place and a really kind of potent uh, flow of winds aloft, it's going to keep things pretty interesting. So really, from when we're recording now, right in through Wednesday, Wednesday morning at least, it's going to be a lot of activity in Minnesota. And again, the Twin Cities probably going to miss out on much of that activity, although we'll probably get at least one round of precipitation out of it. But there's going to be some very heavy rains in western and northwestern Minnesota and somewhere in southeastern Minnesota as well.
0: Well, probably bears mentioning, too, that with these really hot temperatures coming to the Twin Cities and elsewhere in Minnesota tomorrow, that's Monday, the 8th of June, people uh, should be very careful to stay hydrated, look for any signs of heat exhaustion or heat stroke, because it's getting to that point, isn't it, Kenny, where we're kind of teetering on the edge of a, a heat advisory, perhaps?
1: Yeah, this would be uh, a a near candidate for heat advisory. The the temperatures are going to be very high. And probably the only thing that's really preventing a heat advisory, and and we still could see one, but the only thing that would prevent it is if the um, weather service concludes that the dew points just aren't, there's not quite enough moisture in the air. But, I I mean, make no mistake, it's going to feel steamy on Monday. It's going to feel like the hottest day of the year, which... In many places, it will be. We should probably mention, though, uh, parts of Western Minnesota, you know, the Twin Cities area has already had two days of 90 or 90 degrees or higher. Parts of Western Minnesota have had days, we've had some upper 90s already, and 99 at Marshall and uh, out in Milan in Chippewa County, we've had 98, two different days. So. There's already been some extreme heat, and while we're recording this, uh, far western Minnesota has already been very hot. But this is going to be more of a statewide event on Monday. People will need to stay hydrated if they're outside. They'll need to get into some shade. They'll need to keep cool. Know where their cooling centers are, and then of course you got to keep your social distances if you're in one of those cooling centers because we still have a pandemic.
0: Well, what a year. Uh, Yeah. Kenny, you know, uh, where are the locusts? I guess there are locusts in some parts of the world right now, and maybe the... the, I don't think there are any floods of biblical proportions quite yet, but hey, hey, we're we're only halfway through. It's only halfway through 2020, Kenny. Well, anyway, um, needless to say, keep an eye on the sky... Uh, an ear to your source or an eye to your source of weather information. And uh, stay safe in the heat coming up here. And Kenny, we'll have a lot to talk about the next time. We can kind of deconstruct what happened when that remnant eye of the tropical storm paid an unusual, from what you're saying, pretty much unprecedented a visit to this part of the country.
1: Yeah, it's, it's quite unusual. And the folks in Wisconsin who take a direct hit from it are going to remember it.
0: All right. This is Way Over Our Heads, Weather and Climate Podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, we will talk to you soon and uh, stay safe. Yeah, you
1: too. Thanks, Jim. We'll see you.